Hey, what is up, survivors, and welcome back to the Surviving the Cancel podcast. Um, today is day 82, and um, whereas this is supposed to be a 28-day challenge starting at the beginning of season two, we've gone a full 82 days without having success and actually having a breakthrough like I initially planned in the first 28 days. And so today I just want to give you an update on how it's going. Um, this week, um, we've been preparing for the launch that we're going to do on uh, April 10th. Um, the launch isn't looking very traffic heavy at this point in time, um, as I've been running into some friction when trying to tour different podcasts. Um, and so that's a really tedious, you know, uh, letdown of a situation, but I'm not the type of sulk or be crestfallen about anything for too long. Um, but it is a situation that wears at you as time has gone on. Um, especially because you want to get these products launched and out to the market and you want to, you know, alongside that have personal success so bad, it, you know, it kind of wears and tears at you. Um, this week particularly has been a, a, a rough one, you know, um, not truly rough because like I said, I don't really get too beat, you know, banged up. But, uh, earlier in this week we spent a little time because me and my girlfriend want to move out, uh, driving, uh, down by the piers. Um, and by the beach areas of Los Angeles, Santa Monica, Marina del Rey, um, and looking at some of the apartments down there. And every time, that's one of the things that inspired me the most. Every time I look at apartments, apartment units, look at maybe, uh, you know, hotels and things like that, trips that we can go on, um, mansions, that's something that always gets my mind turning because it's, it's just, you know, that's one of the things I look forward to the most when I finally get to the other side, when I finally make it, um, and so we started off the week that way with a lot of momentum, with a lot of hope. But, um, you know, as the week has worn on, um, circumstances have, you know, just suggested that this challenge will go on a lot longer than even 90 days. And so, um, you know, even in, in, in the beginning of this week, just outside the front of the, uh, you know, our apartment unit, there was a little bit, you know, a guy was walking down the street and some uh, voyeur, I guess you would call this person, uh, even though I'm sure that's not the meaning of that word. Uh, idling between cars on the other side of the street with a pistol, open fire on some guy. You know, I heard three shots sitting here in the car, boom, 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 and looked back over my shoulder and through the iron grate behind me, seeing uh, three people who I believe look like children run down the street away from the source of the sound. And uh, right after, a white BMW sped off into the, you know, into the intersection to my right. Um... And out of sight, a few a few minutes later, you know, some cops pulled up, a helicopter was circling and things like that. And so that already puts, you know, the context of this area in my mind in a completely different categorization. And honestly, you know, that's that's, that's something, you know, that's, that's hard to deal with because, you know, you want to move. And now you really want to move because it's like this isn't the best area. Everything seems on edge. Everything seems eerie, which, to be honest, is a lot more relaxed <laughs> than I thought it would be. But you know, it's, it's still like, okay, it still contributes to that desire to want to go and be and do something else other than sit in this little area here that we've been living in. So yeah, there was a shootout at the beginning of the week and as the week has progressed on, um, you know, a lot of my time here in Los Angeles has been helped and funded with by friends of, uh, uh um, family, not my personal family, but family and friends of family and things like that you know i don't have a bank account i have any sources of income i'm trying to launch this business i'm trying to launch this product 
And uh, besides little spouts of work here and there, you know, a lot of the funding for this journey has not been my own. Um, I've been helped in so many different ways. And I'm not a person that really believes in getting help and handouts and things like that. Um, you know, I'm not a person that's really against it. Like, you know, if you, you know, I, I don't think you should take it for yourself. But if somebody wants to give it to you, that's that's cool. And if somebody wants to take a handout for themselves, that's cool, too. But I just, you know, I think for my personal self, it's not something that I want. And so that's resulted in a lot of, in, in the early stages of the journey, more so than anything, a lot of strange emotions. But uh, a lot of this week was really reliant on me and my girlfriend's own personal work. And so, uh, you know, we've been grinding this week for the last, you know, yesterday and today. Um, it's been a lot of delivery, driving a lot of hitting the blocks and things like that. You know, just, you know, you know on the door dash, making some, uh, making some cash. So, um you know, each day has been, by the end of the day, um, a day without extreme amounts of cash. And, and so, you know, yesterday I ate once, um, which obviously we could have driven more, but we didn't really want to. So I wasn't the most nourished, and today I've only eaten once. So, you know, th this this is what it is. This is the situation. And, um... Like I said, it's not something I really, you know, when it, when it, you know, in, in the in the beginning stages of things, it was something that I took personal, took personally, and took personal responsibility for, um, and things like that. But now I'm just kind of like, yeah, um, but yeah, that's, that's that's been the situation, and um, you know, it, it's a situation where it just makes you feel dull sometimes. You know, I don't feel bad or anything. Just it's just sort of. You know, like, I don't know, hard to explain. But anyhow, today, as we were driving around, uh, the Olympic team trials for wrestling was going on. You know, it's uh, six slots, you know, six weight classes that are allowed to go to the Olympics, and only one wrestler can fill in each weight slot, weight, weight, uh, weight class. And I've been watching the Olympic team trials and, and the world team trials and, and who goes to the world team and goes to the world championships and goes to the Olympics for, like, the last decade. And one of the wrestlers that you know I've looked up to a lot for the last decade was Jordan Barrows because he's literally the greatest American wrestler of all time. Um, you could argue John Smith is the greatest wrestler, American wrestler of all time, and I wouldn't really argue back on that. But you know, I think because of things like weight class, I think the extreme, the extremes of, of of the weight classes, you know, because of the 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 population that actually fits into that mode. Um, I think for that reason, those weight classes aren't really the most competitive um, because how many people in the world happen to be like, you know, 57 and 7 kilograms, which is like 100, what, 120-ish pounds and, and, and also wrestle. You know, it's like a thousand people who want that spot. So the, the top person in that spot isn't really like, you know, I don't know. And how many people grow to be extremely big heavyweights? You know, the average man's weight and where most people will be is right around Jordan Burrow's weight class, 160, 170, 180. Um, and that's cutting weight. You know, he's about 5'8", five, 5'9", five, which is, you know, the height of the average man. So most of the population is densely packed in this weight class. So whoever's wrestling there is really the best of the best in the pound for pound best because they have the most, you know, just by the fact that they have the most populist weight class they have the greatest amount of competition um to get to the top 
And also, I think John Smith wrestled in the era where the USSR was, you know, assembled, whereas Jordan Burroughs had to face multiple different, you know, Russian competitors, you know, from Uzbekistan, Ukrainian, I don't know if Uzbekistan, but Ukrainian, and they have Russia, all, all these different countries now in the same bracket instead of one USSR. And so, um, yeah, I might not be completely accurate on that. John Smith might have wrestled, you know, uh, you know, these different countries too, but you know, this is what I've heard. But, uh, yeah, he's been, he's an extreme competitor. He's been winning a lot. He's been doing a lot, almost untouchable record. And, um, yeah, Jordan Burroughs, you know, today on two thousand, you know, uh, I don't even know what today is, you know, wrestled for the Olympic team trials against, um, Kyle Dake and Kyle Dake, you know, kind of, you know, just beat him in two straight matches, which has never happened. He made 10 Olympic teams in a row, until that or 10 world and olympic teams in a row until this one which would have been the 10th and uh he kind of lost this one and um it's it it a pretty sad thing you know to see you know he dreamed of going back to the olympics and being on top again after rocky last year or two and the fact that it might never happen is just is a crushing thing but more so than his personal history what i wanted to speak on is the history of kyle dake and david taylor because kyle dake you know, was wrestling back to back and back to back with Jordan Burroughs for this spot on the world and Olympic team since like 2013. He's 30 now. He never wrestled in the Olympics. He's 30 years old. You know, um, he wrestled Jordan Burroughs for the Olympic team spot also in 2016. Jordan Burroughs beat him out for the spot. And in 2016, when he was 26 years old, he lost to Jordan Burroughs and had to watch Jordan Burroughs go on and win the Olympics and then win Worlds the next year and oh, lose the Olympics and go on to win the Worlds next year. And I, I, can't, <coughs> I can't imagine because the Olympics happened a four-year cycle losing to this man and having to watch or just feel that in your heart that, okay, I won't get another shot at this and this may be my last shot until I'm 30, until four years from now. Just watching, you know, the results of the match just kind of, you know, no longer, you know, just not going your favor and there's nothing that you can do about it and so since 2013 Kyle Dick has been battling and losing you know the series is about 7-2 or 7-3 or something like that but prior to this it was 7-1 he's been battling and losing this guy losing to this guy over and over and over and over and over and over again for nearly a decade straight and uh wanting to win these world titles and wanting to win these Olympic titles but you can't get past this guy um, and same for even David Taylor. David Taylor's been going, facing Jordan Barrows and losing this guy for almost a decade straight. And, you know, I'm, I'm at the point in my journey where I feel like David Taylor, I feel like Kyle Dake, you know, I feel like the young, hungry lion that's been, bang like, I've been trying, you know, to launch business for the last four years, trying and failing and trying and failing and trying and failing. And I feel like the young lion, I feel like the guy that's at the door that's losing Jordan Burroughs over and over and over and over and over again. And I know I learned enough. I know I've worked hard. I know I got what it takes. And um, I'm just sitting there knocking on that door. Um, it, you know, it's, it's a surreal feeling sometimes, you know. Uh, yeah. And I keep thinking, like, Kyle Dick beat Jordan Burroughs today, and I can't imagine how he must feel, like, you know, Kyle Dake that is I can't imagine how he must feel like man I'm going to the Olympics for the first time I'm 30 years old and I worked 10 years for this I'm going to the Olympics and that's what all these apartments and houses and mansions remind me of and I can't I, I can't wait for that day you know it's been such a grind I think it's coming soon I'm fighting so hard for it I can't wait for that day man so 
This is day 82. Um, uh, we're going to launch the Surviving the Cancel Summit on April 10th, I believe. Unless traffic says we shouldn't open it, then like not enough people show show great enough interest. But I think you know there will be great great amounts of interest, uh, adequate enough amounts of interest. And so April 10th, we're going to see you know whether the messaging in this podcast and the messaging on the landing pages are are valid and if this product is going to sell. And um, you know it'll be a soft launch on April 10th, and I think we're going to schedule again for May 14th or something like that, and really just try to run the traffic up in this time and get a proper launch and really get to those goals and these dreams that I've been chasing after since I was a fucking kid. You know, we 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 going after it, man. I can't wait to the day I hold a two comma club award in my hand and make my own award for for mass movements and just and just. Whew, and just finally arrive. Now that being said, I've been struggling also this year um, with with not actually living, you know, because you know I asked myself a few days ago, was it worth it? You know, and I answered no. You know, all this time I spent between 19 and 24 chasing and having tunnel vision on a goal, and it's like I forgot at some points in the journey, even though I've lived a phenomenal and beautiful life, I forgot a lot of points in the journey. Like you forget sometimes and time begins to slip by. You forget to focus on the moments and the youth and enjoy it and not just chase this goal and not just be after this thing and not to let this thing wear on your emotions. And so I'm trying to have a balanced year where I don't let this thing wear on my emotions where it's not the only thing. It, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But just to focus and enjoy my life as a 24-year-old guy, as somebody who has youth and time and in, in, in the whole world and whole life ahead of them, I'm trying to just meditate every day and focus on that too. So I'm just trying to balance everything. But man i'm excited too so man if you are if you feel like i feel man if you're excited and you've been fighting forever and you're just ready to win but you're trying to enjoy life enjoy the process too at the same time you know let's get it um if you feel what i'm saying man subscribe to this podcast man there's gonna be a lot more episodes like this rate and review this podcast as well um you can even be entered in a thousand dollar raffle um, which the details should be on the ads playing on this podcast if you didn't know uh, rate and review this podcast and you'll be entered in a thousand dollar raffle um, yeah that's really what I have to say this is Dallas from Surviving to Cancel and I'll talk to you next time um, I'm going to go upstairs and hopefully watch a movie and eat some ice cream and some popcorn so we'll see how that goes peace out tomorrow I'll probably make the episode about subcommunications and why men you know, the whole idea of men shouldn't get married is kind of like, I don't really agree. I think it's kind of stupid. Uh, not that they should or they shouldn't, but, but to say that they definitively shouldn't, I think it's dumb. Um, but I think I want to make that episode tomorrow. I, 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 I take a long time to mentally unwire episodes in my head before I can lay them down in a way, that, explain them in a way that I kind of argue the episode in part, you know, with, with my girlfriend and argue it mentally before I'm able to lay out a compelling uh, explanation for what I'm, what it is that I'm thinking. So, you know, I'm on wiring an episode right now. We'll have that out to y'all soon, man. Appreciate you.